Okay, good evening. Uh, thank you, Rabbi Freud, for uh, asking me to deliver uh, this week's Amun um, Shavua, Davav Amar Aleph, Mesech Tatainis. We're going to begin four lines from the top by the two dots, Tanarabanan. Now, the Gemara begins by uh, discussing a Lushan, bringing a Bryce that discusses the Lushan of Yoira. You see, the Pasuk in, in, in actually in the second Parsha of Shema, Rashi quotes it. It says, Hashem promises that I will give rain in your land in its time, Yore Umalkosh, which means the early rains and the late rains. So the Gemara begins with a Brisa discussing where the word Yore comes from. Tanarabanan. The Rabanan taught in a Brisa. Yore, the word Yore, where does that come from? Which means the early rains. Shemore es Habrius that it instructs the people to smear their roofs with, um, and to plaster the roofs with tar, with uh, cement, um, to make them waterproof for the upcoming rains. So, and to bring in their peros, their grains that are out in the fields that are drying, and to do all their needs that they need to take care of um, for the upcoming winter. So really the word Yoyre is a lushan of instruction. So that's referring to the early rains. The early rains are there to serve as an instruction for the, um, the, uh, the, the people to appear for, um, for the oncoming rains, for the winter. That's one pshat. Rashi brings another, uh, the, the Gemara, the Brisa brings another pshat. Um, we'll stick to our Gersa. The Bach has a little bit of a switch, but we'll keep the way things are. Another lush, another pshat in the Lushan of Yoyre, Shemiraves Haaretz, that it uh, saturates the ground, Umashke Atahoim, and it waters until the depths. Um, there, the Lushan of Yoyre is the Lushan of Mirava, of saturating. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Telomeha Rave, the the uh, let the satu- let, let the furrows become saturated. Nachas gidudeha it brings nachas it brings pleasure to the groups of people. Berivim timogegena with showers you soften the soil tamchatevarich and its uh, growth you will bless. But there you see the lashon of rove which is similar to the word yoyre, um, which is a lashon of saturating. So, once again, the, another pshat in Yoyre, the early rains, is what brings saturation to the soil, to the earth. The third pshat the, the Brisa brings, Yoyre, sheyoyreid benachas, that the rain comes down gently. Ve'enu yoyreid bezaf, and it doesn't come down with zaf, with fury, with, with harshness. That the... Um, the Lushan of Yorah here also is like the first Pshat. Yorah is a Lushan of Moira, of instruction. Rashi explains on this Pshat of the Gemara that the same way Rashi explains a Rebbe is supposed to uh, teach his Talmidim benachas with gentleness, as the Pasuk Rashi quotes from Kohela says, benachas the words of the Chamim is heard with gentleness. So that's how the rain is supposed to fall. The rain of the early rain should fall benachas and not with zaf. In the same way, one should instruct his um, talmidim. Rashi brings another pshat. 
that um, it's actually referring to a lotion of chetz yoyre, the uh, an arrow that goes down, that it goes straight, it doesn't go either direction, and that's the same, that's what the word yoyre here is referring to, it's another pshat, it's not yoyre of instruction, it's just a yoyre of a chetz, of an arrow, and that's how the rain also goes down, benacha, straight, and not uh, with... Uh, you know, moving from, not, you know, being controlled by the winds and going from side to side. Okay, so three positive um, understandings of where the word Yorah comes from. But now the Brisa goes and kind of deflects uh, an, another understanding, another way of understanding Yorah, but perhaps in a negative sense. The Brisa says, Oh, ain't no Yorah elo shemashir esaperos. Maybe the word Yorah means other than merely, uh, it's, a, it's a word really of a negative sense. It means that it causes the peros to fall off the trees. Umashtifes azroim and washes away the seeds. Umashtifes azroim and washes away the trees. Because the word yoyre can also have a negative term, um, uh, an, a negative connotation, because there's a pasuk in Shemois uh, Yates Rashi brings, where the Torah is warning so at that time, not to go on to Har Sinai by Matan Torah, because if they do, they will surely be cast down, and that's a lotion of, of punishment, of, of harm. And maybe that's where the Yorah comes from also. Maybe the Yorah there means really a negative thing, where the rain is going to cause harm, and it's not, it's not for bracha. Um, perhaps that's what it means. So the Gemara says, no, Yorah has to be of a positive sense. Why? Because Talmud Loimer, the Brisa continues, Talmud Loimer, Malkush. The Brisa continues and says, no, because the next word says Malkush, which is the late rains. And Ma Malkush Lebracha, just like Malkush, has to be referring to a Bracha type of rain. And Rashi explains it has to be a Bracha rain because, you know, there, there are no um, granaries uh, to be broken at that time or. Um, when when the late rains comes, or for the for the fruits to be knocked off the trees when the late rains comes, and therefore Malkush has to mean um, something of bracha. Um, and Rashi explains really what the Gemara will say in a little bit later that uh, the word Malkush is a lashon of being memale um, the tfua, fulfilling the tfua, it, it, it makes the um, the grain be more full in its stalks. Or it comes onto the Malilos, or Malkush um, has that has a bracha has certainly has a has a, a re- refers to a bracha. So Av Yorah the bracha. Therefore, the smichus, the connection, why Yorah and Malkush go together, Malkush is influencing that the word Yorah also means um, reigns of bracha and not of negative. Like the Bryce said before, the first three understandings and not this last thing that Mar was suggesting. But then the Bryce goes further and says, No, O Eno Ela Malkush. Or maybe Malkush is Ela Shemapil Sabatim. Malkush is also maybe a negative word because maybe it means that it knocks down houses. Umeshabar Seilanos and it breaks trees. Umales Hasakom and it brings up locusts. Um, and Rashi brings also an explanation how the word Malkush can also have a negative um, reference. Um, as uh, the word Malkush can mean from the word Mal. Uh, which means to cut off, um, like from Lashon Amila, Vikasha, Malkosh. Kosha means um, harmful, hard, harsh, um, harsh to the crops. 
So the Gemara says, no, it doesn't mean that, because Tamad Loimer Yoreh, because the Pasuk also says Yoreh, and the Bryce says, my Yoreh Lebracha, just like Yoreh has to be Bracha, I have Malkush Lebracha, so too Malkush has to be Lebracha. Wait, wait a second. The Bryce goes further and says, wait a second. The Yorah grew famous long, but how do you know Yorah itself? I mean, the Gemara itself was suggesting that Yorah means something negative. So maybe, uh, and, and it only thought Yorah was positive because of its connection to the word Malkush, but, but how do you start? How do you know which one, how does one influence the other that they mean Lebracha? So the Gemara, the Bryce, excuse me, it's all a Bryce actually. This whole thing is all one long Bryce. The Bryce concludes and says, no, I know, I know Yorah for sure has to mean Lebracha for a blessing. Why? Because it's, it's written in the following Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Ubenei Tzion Gilu Vesimchu, and the children of Tzion should be glad and should rejoice, Ba'ashem Elkechem, with Hashem Yor Hashem, Ki Nasan Lachem Es HaMoyre Litzdaka, because He gave to you Moira, the reins for tzedakah, for charity, for righteousness, for something positive. V'yorid Lachem Geshem, and He brought down for you um, rain, Moira, Umalkush, Berishon, the, the early rains and the late rains in the first month. But there you see the word Moira is being used in reference for tzedakah, which has, a, once again, a positive um, implication. And therefore, Yoresh certainly in the Pasuk by Shema, when it says, Yoresh certainly means, means something of a positive, of, of a bracha. And therefore, Malakosh as well means a bracha. Okay, that's the end of the Brisa. So now we know where the word Yorah comes from. It's one of those first three that we mentioned earlier. Um, instruction and um, saturation and as right, the Brisa began before. Okay. The Gemara now continues. We're by the two dots. Um, the fifth wide line, Tanrabanan. Once again, not another Brisa. The Gemara, the Brisa says as follows: Yorib Mar Cheshvan. The early rains are in the month of Mar Cheshvan, Umalkush Benisan, and the late rains are they fall in the month of Nisan. Says the Brisa once again, a similar style as before. The the Brisa kind of uh, questions that. Ata Oimer Yorib Mar Cheshvan, Umalkush Benisan. Do you say that Yorib, the early rains are in the month of Mar Cheshvan, and the Malkush, the late rains are in the month of Nisan? Or maybe the early rains really are as early as Tishrei, and Malkush is as late as Eor. So the Bryce says, no, it's not that, because Tamalomer Beito, because the Pasik says Beito in its time. That same Pasik says Beito Yorel Malkosh. So in its time implies in the best time, the most beneficial time, which is the month of Mar Cheshvin and the month of Nisan. End of Brisa. Comes the Gemara with uh, now explaining, as we said before, we explained the word Yoyre, where that word comes from. So now we're going to explain where the word Malkush comes from. We spoke it out before in Rashi, before when the Gemara was discussing the word Malkush, but here the Gemara brings it also. Malkush, the word Malkush, what is that? What is that uh, how do we how do we understand that word? Amr Rabbi Rav Nehiloi Bar Idi Amr Shmuel. Rav Nehiloi Bar Idi said the name of Shmuel. Dabar Shemal Kasher Seim Shal Yisrael. It's something that cuts off the hardness of Klal Yisrael. Um, Rashi says um, a beautiful pshat that that um, if it doesn't come down, 
then that causes Klal Yisrael to do tshuva and, um, you know, to improve our ways. And so that kind of, it, 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 uh, it cuts off our, our stubbornness, our lack of uh, being sensitive to mitzvahs, to knowing, to being careful in mitzvahs. And um, this will, Rabbanu Shalom withholds things from us in order to inspire us and to arouse us to do tshuva. That's where the word malkush comes from. It's a very necessary thing, and Hashem will use it as a way to motivate us to do tshuva. In the Shiva Bishmol, they taught another understanding of the word malkush. The late rains are something that actually fill, cause the tvua to, to, to grow, to fill in its kashin, in, in its um, stalks. Okay, so the word memale tvua bekasheha malkosh male bekasheha. Okay, that's the second shot, and then the word actually the third shot. Bemasdisatana and a brayis it was taught a different shot. Daber sheyored al hamalilos v'al hakashim. It's the late rains that go down on the malilos. Malilos are the ears of grain v'al kashin and on the stalks. So it's malilos and kashin malkosh. Okay, so three pshatim. With the word Malkush, we have three for Yara and three for Malkush. Okay. The Gemara now brings another Brysa, all on the same topic. Tanra Banan was taught in, in a Brysa, the Rabbanan taught. Once again, Yara ben Marcheshven. Yara, the early rains fall in the month of Marcheshven. U Malkush ben Nisan. And Malkush fall, the late rains fall in the month of Nisan. This time the Brysa says, Ata Aymer Yara ben Marcheshven. Do you say that Yore is a Marcheshvan? O Enu Elabachodesh Kislev. Or maybe the Yore really comes a month later in the month of Kislev. Different than the previous Brysa. We're going to see later that there's an opinion, Rabbi Yossi, who says that um, the early rains, really it is natural for them to fall also as late as Rosh Chodesh Kislev. So we'll get to that. So this Brysa is suggesting perhaps that's what Yore refers to. So Tamad Leimer so um, the Pasuk teaches us, Bi'ito yore umalkosh. In its time, yore and malkosh. And the Gemara, and the Bryce, excuse me, Darshans, ma malkosh bi'ito, just like we know malkosh has to be in its time. Apparently Rashi speaks this out, that, um, that malkosh is something that only comes in the month of Nisan. That's it. That, that, that's... It, it has to come in its most efficient time, most beneficial time. So, Av Yorbito, therefore, the Yorah also, that word Malkush is influencing the other word Yorah that's right next to it, the Smichos of it, that limits Yorah to its most beneficial time, which is also in the month of, of um, Mar Cheshvin, not Kislev. Okay, that's what this opinion says. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting to point out that, that, that when I was reading this Gemara, it's we're not darshaning the word bi'ito like in the earlier b'risa. The previous b'risa, it understood that it must be marchashim because of the word bi'ito itself. It is bi'ito yore. But this b'risa is not looking at the word bi'ito for some reason. I'm not quite sure why, but this b'risa is choosing to darshan the, like a hekish, a comparison between the word yore and malkush. We know the word malkush means in its time, because, that's, because malkush is in a very fixed time. It's only in the month of Nisan. As really the Gemara brings in parentheses right now, that once Nisan's over, 
I'll just read it quickly, the parentheses. Perhaps we usually are not goyrits, the parentheses, but it says, Kivin Shiyatsa Nisa, once Nisan goes out, and rain comes down, it's not a good simon. It's not a simon. So Nisan is the, is the fixed time for Malkush, and therefore, um, Yara also must mean the most beneficial time, which is, as I said before, the month of Mar Cheshwan, and not Kislev. Okay. Tanya Idach, another Brisa, this Amun is filled with Brises. Um, Tanya Idach, another Brisa taught. Yara b'mar Cheshvan. Yara is in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the early rains, once again, Umakash b'Nisan, and the late rains are in Nisan, Dibra b'Meyer. These are the words of a mayor. So this time we're giving a name um, to the Tana who, who holds of this being the times of Yorah and Malkush. And now this Brisa brings another opinion. The Chacham and the Chacham say, Yorah b'Kislev. That actually Yorah is in Kislev. As the Brisa before, um, you know, we say in the Shiva language, Bavorind, right? It said, no, it's not in Kislev. Um, but this Brisa brings a Chacham who holds it is in Kislev. So now the Gemara says, wait a second, man chacham, who are these chachamim? So Amr of Chizr, of Chizr says, Reb Yosihi. The chachamim of this b'risa is Reb Yosi. And we, we, he brings the b'risa, which shows us this. The Tanya, that we learned in the b'risa, Ezohi Revia Rishayna. What is the first rains that come? So, that first rains, the first wave of rains actually comes in three different sections. Habechira, the very first one, the earliest of the early rain, of the first rains of the of the season, is Beshloshabarcheshvin, is in the third of Marcheshvin. Beinonis, the middle one, is Beshivabo, is in the seventh day of Marcheshvin. And Afela, the later ones, Beshivasabo, is in the seventeenth of Marcheshvin. Divi Rabbi Meir, these are the words of Rabbi Meir. So Meir is clearly learning Mar Cheshvin is the time of Yoyre. Fine. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, he's another opinion, he says, no, he says, He says, no, the three different periods of rains, the early, middle, and later ones of the first Revia, the first rains, is um, the seventh of Mar Cheshvin, the 17th and the 23rd, of Mar, all in Mar Cheshvin as well. Rabbi Yossi, um, Rabbi Yossi is the third opinion brought in this b'risa. He says, no. He says, the first revia, the first rains, is actually b'yud zayin, on the 17th and the 23rd of Mar Cheshvin, and the third of the first rains comes on Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Um, and v'chein hai Rabbi Yossi, and similarly Rabbi Yossi had said, which is an, 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 an aligned with what his opinion was, with, with which we just brought. He says, Ein anim. The Yechidim, the individuals, the, the pious ones, the, the great Sadikim, they would not fast until Rosh Chodesh Kislev would arrive. You see, because it's, it's going to be taught later that when rains don't come, um, and when, when the third of the first wave of rains and, and arrives and rain did not come yet, it, the, the, the later on we learned that the Yechidim, it, there wasn't a full um, tainus tzibur that, are, that is decreed yet, but the Yechidim, the, the greatest Chachamim, they're the ones who take on to fast, three fasts, um, 
And Rabbi Yossi says, when does that time arrive? On Rosh Chodesh Kislev. So, uh, that, which is Lishitasai, uh, which is his opinion, which he says that the third of the fast, of the third of the rains, excuse me, is expected to come on Rosh Chodesh Kislev. If that date arrives and no rain arrived yet, that's already ta- reason to begin to worry about, um, you know, the, the, the issues with droughts. Okay. And now the Gemara continues. Now that we have these three opinions um, about, you know, when the three rains are of the first wave of rains, Amr of Chizr of Chizr says, Halacha Kreb Yossi. Halacha Kreb Yossi. That really, it's, the three rains are really Yudzayin, Chav Gimel, of Cheshven, and then Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Um, but then the Gemara goes and says, brings another um, version of what Rav Chizda said. Amemer Masi Lahadur Rav Chizda, Behalishna. Amemer taught this Rav Chizda in this Lashon, in this term. Bishloisha Bemar Cheshven Shoylan Sakashamim. On the third of Mar Cheshven, we begin to ask, we begin to say, Besain Talumatel of Racha for, meaning for the rains. Rabbi Gamliel Aimer Bishivabo, Rabbi Gamliel had said, No, we begin saying Besain Talumatel of Racha on the seventh of Mar Cheshven. And Amar Vchizra Vchizra said, Halacha Krabbe Gamliel. Talacha is like Rabbi Gamliel that it begins on the seventh. And we're going to say in a, in a little bit, that um, we the schedule to begin saying Vesein Talmud Levracha coincides with when the very first of the three rains should start. So which of the opinions holds, the, like Rebbe Gamliel, that the seventh of Marcheshun is when the first of the three rains should come down? That is Shitas, that's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda was the middle opinion. There were three opinions, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda is the one who said the seventh of Marcheshven is the first of the three reigns. Rabbi Yossi said it wasn't until the 17th. So according to Rabbi Yossi, really you should be starting to say V'sein Ta'alamot Levracha not until the 17th of Marcheshven. So there's actually a contradiction seems to be um, who Rabbi Chiz is Paskin like. Because on one hand he just Paskin before like Rabbi Yossi and, um, and here he's Paskin like Rabbi Gamliel. Um, so I think Rashi uh, says, actually, that um, he had a different girsa, actually. That um, before, instead of Rav Chizda paskening like Rav Yossi, he says that he was actually paskening like Rav Yehuda. So that would actually make Rav Chizda be consistent in who he paskened like. He paskened like, like, like Rav Yehuda when it comes to the three reigns. Um, the schedule, and he also passes in the Karbi Gamliel, which really is with discussing the halacha of when to begin with St. Tal and the model of Racha, but it is really aligned with Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Okay, now the Gemara brings uh, another Brisa, and the Gemara wants to discuss which Tana is this Brisa aligned with of the Tanom that we've just discussed. Keman Azla Who is this Brisa that we're about to bring now going, going like? And the Gemara quotes, Reb Shem Megamliel, Aimer, Reb Shem Megamliel says, this is the Brisa, he says, Gishamim sheyardu shivayamim, rain that came down for seven days, ze'achar ze', this one after this one, meaning consecutive days, atemayna behem, you can count with them, revia rishayna, 
Ushnia Ushlishis. You can count for them the first rain and the second rain. And I'm going to stick in here. And the second rain and the third rain. Meaning, in other words, that there's an opinion that holds that if it rains seven consecutive days, you will end up having um, um, the rain beginning with uh, the first rain, you know, the first of the three scheduled rains, and ending on the second. When the second rain is supposed to begin, that's when that consecutive seven days is going to lead right into the second rain. And the same thing would happen with the second and the third. It would, it would connect the second rain to the third rain. In other words, um, which opinion holds that there's only a seven-day difference between the first and the second and the second and third rains that are supposed to come in those three rains of the first group of rains? Um, there's only one of the three opinions that work that way. Says the Gemara, Keman Krebiyosi. This, who is this like? It's like only Rebiyosi. Because Rebiyosi had said once again, the first is the 17th of Marcheshvin and the second is the 23rd. So that's only the seven days apart. So that's why you would be able to, um, you, would, you would, would begin on the 17th and end on the 23rd. So if there were seven consecutive days of rain. And the same thing would be with the next one as well, because if it begins on the 23rd, and then it continues for seven consecutive days, it will, it could extend into the 20, into Rosh Chodesh Kislev as well, which is only eight days later. Okay, we're off by a day. Okay, not the worst thing. Um, Rashi tries to work it through. Um, the Ben Hanan and Altosis, they all try to work out that, that one day issue. Um, Rabbi Nechanel says maybe the, the easiest pshat that I saw that um, that uh, if it starts at the end of the 23rd and, 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 and it ends at the beginning of Rosh Chodesh Kislev, you'd have, you know, 20, seven 24-hour days that are still overlapping if, if it was consecutive rainfalls. Okay, but Rabbi is the only one who can really come close to this because the other opinions have much wider discrepancies. Um, Reb Meir, it goes from three to seven to seventeen, so seven to seventeen is ten days, huge difference. And Reb Huda goes from seven to seventeen to twenty third, so seven to seventeen is a big. So it's, there's a ten day difference there, so there's no way you can make that connection. Okay. Um, Amr of Chizda, the Gemara brings once again. Of Chizda said, "Halacha Karebiosi, Dachas Karebiosi." Oh, it's, it's really actually this is where the Rashi said it before. Um, on this on this line, it's really quoting of Chizda once again. Halacha Karebiosi, but here as well, we would change this to Halacha Kreb Yehuda actually, in order to make Rav Chizda be consistent um, with who we paskin like with Rabbi Gamliel before, with the seventh day being the of Mar Cheshman being the day when we begin to say Vesein Talumato Livracha. Um, okay, now the Gemara concludes, I guess we'll do a, a couple more lines. We're on the second to last line from the Ahmed. Um, the Gemara says, Bishlam al-Revir um, I understand the very first rain, what difference that makes to us as far as, you know, a nafkamina in halacha, how it affects us in, in, in some practical way. Because Lishol, it's telling us when to begin as I, as I said before, to begin saying the same Talmud al and make the request for rains. Shlish is the third of the three rains, 
is also has an implication, lehesanos, that if the rain doesn't come yet, so we're going to fast, right? As we said, as we said before, also, um, Rabbi Yossi mentioned about fasting on Rosh Chodesh Kislev. But Shniel Lamai, what is the second rain coming all about? What is that? How does that impact? What does that impact? So Amr Abzer Abzer says, the Gemara brings a few things. We'll just do the first one. Uh, Reb said, Linadarim, it impacts the Darim. In what way? Making vows. That none, as we learned in a, in, in, a, in a Mishnah, the Mishnah says as follows, Hanoider ad hagishamim. One who makes a neder to, uh, that he's not going to have uh, any benefit from something, ad hagishamim, until the rains. Or he says, Misheyeridu gishamim. Or he says, um, from when the rains begin to fall. In other words, he's using the rains as the, you know, the time when either the, the nether is going to end or the nether is going to actually uh, begin. So which rains is he referring to? So the Gemara says, It's until the second rains come down. That's, where, that's the one that we choose um, to apply to the nether. Um, why the second rain? Why is that? What? Why? Why? Why is that the one? Why do we choose that one more than the other two, the first or the third? And Rashi explains because when it comes to Nadarim, we go after the lashon bnei adam. We follow the lashon of people, and people only refer, they don't they only refer to rain, um, the first rains only when the second rain comes. Okay, because at that point. That's when the roads begin to get uh, muddy and ruined and travel gets a little more complicated. So that's when we, you know, the very first rain, it doesn't, we don't, we don't quite call it yet the, the rain started yet. That's how people talk. So when it comes to the dorm, we follow that. Therefore, the second rains is what matters. Um, the Gemara goes on with a couple more ideas, but I'll leave that for next week's Amud. Uh, thank you for listening. And... Um, it's a pleasure to be able to share this Ahmed with you, Cultive.